Christmas is this Amped Up Plan podcast. Yeah, that's right. This is the Amped Up Plan podcast, episode 64, Christmas edition. And we're going to be talking with my friend Joey Bates in a little bit. And just like anything, I read something, I listen to something, I'm talking to someone, and I'm thinking, like, this could be something that helps us figure out how to teach better. And so it's something that I want to share on the podcast. And so I was at a place on a Sunday that I like to go to, to learn a little bit and to reflect and, and get in the right headspace. And it's the Orchard Oxford here in Oxford, Mississippi. And I heard a message and I'm like, you know what? That's a, that's a message and it lines up with the Christmas theme. And so here we go. We get the Christmas edition. So we're going to be Listening to a little talk I recorded with my friend Joey Bates, who is a pastor at the Orchard Oxford, and we're going to share that in just a second. And and I know, I'm just going to give a little disclaimer, and I know not everyone has a faith tradition, or not everyone has a faith tradition that aligns with mine, which is Christianity, and so you might not celebrate Christmas, and so, and which is fine. Um, and I, But I still think that there's value here, I still think there's value in in thinking about like being called to do something like teaching, because teaching is, man, you invest a lot of yourself in teaching and teaching is a very personal thing. It's a, it is about building relationships. And, and I believe personally that I, uh, at a relationship that I had called me to be a teacher. And in this episode, I get a chance to share that relationship. And it is again, a spiritual relationship. And again, I know that not everyone who may listen to this episode may have that same relationship, but I just, again, felt called to share it anyway. I think there's something to be learned. I think there's something that we can all reflect on after a couple of heavy years. And let's maybe use this time to reflect and think about think about our own calling and think about what does it mean to continue to be called into this thing called teaching. So, and, and as in uh, a previous episode that I had with uh, Berhana Tinkeskin, we talked about loving your neighbor and part of loving your neighbor is getting to know your neighbor. And so maybe this is a chance to get to know me better. Maybe this is a chance to get to know Joey Bates better. Maybe it's a chance to even get to know yourself a little bit better and like really think about, well, why am I doing this thing called teaching and how can I, we talk about filling up tanks a little bit, like your purpose tank or your passion tank. Maybe it's a chance to fill those tanks up. So this is a little bit of a insight into me, a little bit inside of Joey. And here we go. We got a Christmas theme episode, but again, I think that there's, to be gained no matter what your faith tradition and, and regardless i hope whatever this season is for you i hope it's a rejuvenating season i hope it's a restful season so that wherever you are in your teaching journey that you fill up those tanks and so without further delay here's my conversation with joey bates joey bates thanks for joining me on this christmas edition of the amadon planet podcast how are you Joel, I'm doing well. I, I, thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm honored to be finally put my feet on the Amazon planet. That's right, and, and the Amazon planet it's it's a it's a it's a good place to be. We make some mistakes, like not hitting record on the first time <laughs> we, we tried this intro. But uh, so glad you're here. So glad uh, we get a chance to do this. Um, this is the I think the second edition, uh, Christmas edition of the Amazon Planet podcast. The first one at a family event. It was really called to. Uh, Talk about 1 Peter 4.10, about using gifts we've been given to serve others. Not an exact quote of the verse, but sure. <laughs> um, it was at a family event, but it, it, the family event was great. It just, I felt just called to share. And, and the same thing happened when I was listening to your sermon and I th- thought, hey, there's something here we need to share. But before, I'm, I'm fast forwarding, before we get into that, hey, Joey, can you just introduce yourselves to, uh, to the listeners? 
Sure. Uh, first, thank you so much for, again, thank you for having me and thank you for those kind words there. Um, yeah, my name is Joey, Joey Bates. I'm one of the pastors at the Orchard in Oxford. Um, I uh, have been here at the Oxford campus for about a year and a half now. Uh, I'm married to my best friend named Delaney, and we have a beautiful little girl who's about 19 months old, and, and she is just, she is the joy of my life right now. She is, she is everything I want to uh, I want to do and be about and, and just uh, I just want to hang out with her all the time. So that's really I, I could say a lot more about myself. But honestly, if you know, uh, if you know my family, that's that's me. So <laughs> that's yeah. what I want to be about. So that's right. And and I, I think there's a you know, this is about this podcast about learning about how to teach better. I think there's no better like example when you're thinking about this kid who is like growing up and like they're learning something every single day, like something oh my like, gosh. Ooh, I wish they didn't learn that one today. <laughs> like I'm not yeah. ready for that one yet. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's bizarre when I look at, I look at her and it's like, I'm looking in a mirror when I see like my own attitude come out of her, you know, like, and I'm like, Whoa, what is, what is this? <laughs> like, how did you, how did you learn that? And, and yeah, it's, it's amazing. So it's really cool. Then you look over at Delaney and she's like, yeah, uh-huh. That's what I deal with. <laughs> yeah. That's happened multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, um, and again, so this is going a little bit back about uh, inspiration, about learning a little bit too. I'm learning how to do this podcast better. One is that it's always better to do this podcast with others. So one, thank you for joining me on it. And two, wanted to do uh, a, a Christmas message, but was thinking about, hey, what verse to think about, Um and, and just to kind of bring a little bit of message, uh, you know, I did, try not to hide my faith uh, on the podcast, but sometimes, you, hey, you get an sure. opportunity. If you have your own feed, let's, let's do it. Let's do a little uh, uh, Christmas message. But sitting there and what was it, a week ago, Sunday, um, you gave the message and the message really struck me. And I thought, hey, this is something I want to talk about. Uh, on the podcast. I think that there's some things that connect to maybe what our current experiences are with teaching or maybe some people's like own experience on their their path being a teacher or just even whatever, any sort of altruistic endeavor that people have been called to do. Um, I felt like your message had something. So maybe we can back up a little bit and think about um, your sermon and and what it was kind of what was a key message. Because the sermon series is a a thrill of hope, right? The whole sermon series is, is about the thrill of hope. Is that, am I... Yeah. So it's, might be a good yeah, uh, so it's, orchard church member. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good job. Hey, you're remembering it more than I do most Sundays. So like when I get up, I'm like, Hey, we're in week two of, uh, and I look at the screen to see what the, you know, it is called a thrill of hope. And that comes from the Christmas hymn, Oh, Holy night. Uh, and yeah, this is our Advent series and, um, Advent is just a, it's just, a, it sounds like a church word. Like if you have people, if you have people listening to the podcast who, you know, may not be familiar with the church or something that we really try to do with, at the orchard is explain all church words. So, mm-hmm. um, so I'm going to ask if I say a church word, if I say like, a um, something that, you know, doesn't quite resonate, like call me out on it. Cause I, I wanted to find that because yeah, yeah. teaching is all about accessibility, right. And you know, you that's know, right. like making, making things accessible. So exactly. that's, that's what we do at the orchard where we really, we really try to be intentional with our language. So when I say Advent, I want to define that. Um, so Advent means like coming or arrival. And during the Christmas season, we call it Advent because we're celebrating the, the arrival of Jesus. And what we're trying to do in this series is really get at who Jesus is and, and the identity of Jesus. And um, because when we celebrate his arrival and his coming to earth, if we know who he is, we know what his mission is and we know what he's about, 
Um, so the, the crux of the message, the bottom line of the message was that, uh, that Jesus is God. And I know it sounds really simple um, to say that. And, there, and there's, a lot, there's a lot we can unpack from that that I unpacked in, in, the, in, the, in the message. But um, what, what I tr- really tried to do is, is say that Jesus is God. Now, what does that mean for us? What, mm-hmm. is it, what does it mean that God himself intersected with our story? Like, and so like I, I dove into kind of my own experience of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm young. I'm not, I, I don't have a whole lot of life experience, um, but I, I think I have been through, through enough to, to understand kind of um, and as much as I can, like a, the human experience. And, and I've tried to listen to people who, who are further along than me. And so I tried to unpack like, what is the human experience? What does it look like, especially around the holidays? Um, So I talked about beginnings and obviously because Advent's like the arrival, but I also talked about endings because um, the holidays for some people can be a reminder of, of endings. It can be a reminder of things that have, have passed on. Like I said, I said, I said on that Sunday, I said, you know, it's, it's hard when you sit around, whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas or, or whatever holiday it is, or it could be a birthday even, um, but you sit around a table and there are empty chairs there mm-hmm. and of people who were there the year before. And, and so what I really tried to unpack and, and that's, and that's just a part of the human experience. But what I really tried to unpack was what does God's presence mean for us in those moments, those moments when there are empty chairs or empty, empty, empty plates. What does what that what does God's presence mean for us in that moment? And, um, and so we talked about, uh, I don't know how much you want me to go into it right now, but we talked about Genesis one and the connection that, that John had to, to that and um, how Jesus's presence was even at the very beginning of all time. Yeah. And if he was at the very beginning of all time, then he's at every one of our beginnings too. And that means that he's at every one of our endings. And I really tried, and I'd love to talk to you about teaching style too, because since you are a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know I'm kind of chasing rabbits and no, yeah. no, this is great. Um, okay. the, the, the two passages that you talked about yeah. and again is like the, from the beginning of the you know, uh, beginning of the old Testament. Right. So like this, yeah, I don't know how old Genesis is, but it's old. Yeah. Right? Thousands of years. You'd say, thousands yeah. of years old. And then when you talk about John, which is one of the, um, four gospels, Yep. that were written about Jesus. So four stories that were all centered around Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and there's like, it's like a hyperlink. Like if there was a, yeah, you know, a like word. if you could click within the Bible, which there are versions you can, but I mean, yeah. you look at some of the, and you pointed out some of the wording that exists between John one and, and, and Genesis one. And it's like, there, there's like a tip of the hat. It's a hyperlink. It's whatever. There's, there's this yeah. connection between the two to say like, you know, that we're talking about Jesus here and we're talking about God here. And it's like, but they're the same. Like they're right. like, we're, we're making, we're, we're telling you that's the same. It's like, if just like, if I'm uh you know, uh, trying to think what would be a good, what would be a good sports reference? Um, you know? Yeah. So if you want to say like, See, I, I don't know. See, the analogy breaks down for me in my brain because, like, it's hard for me to even fathom it. But, um, 
Yeah, I guess if you wanted to say like Tom Brady equals the greatest of all time, right? Like you could probably say those are one in the same synonymous, right? And then when um, you say the greatest of all time, you may then you're connecting to you're linking to a bunch of people, like oh, like yeah. I'm comparing him to Jordan, or I'm right. I'm comparing him to uh, uh, who's a swimmer guy, uh, Michael Phelps, Michael Phelps, probably, yeah, yeah, probably athletically. Sorry, this isn't a sports podcast, so I'm sorry if people are turning off. But athletically, Michael Phelps probably is the greatest athlete of all time just for everything that he did. Sorry, I have to put that on record. Whoa, for, my wow. wife was a Usain competitive Bolt. swimmer. What about Usain Bolt? Uh, yeah, well, my wife was a competitive swimmer. So like ah. every four years, the Olympics at our house is kind of like the Super Bowl. So um, nice. I've been indoctrinated by like her her fandom of Michael Phelps. So there you go. That, I just have to get that on record for the podcast, but, but Fantastic. yeah, no, no, you're right. John is being very intentional. Um, it, it's an, an illusion to go back. Like he used the exact same phrasing. Now, granted it's different language, but he's using the exact same phrasing. John one says in the beginning, and that's the same phrase as Genesis one, which says in the beginning, like, I think a lot of people, whether you grew up in church or you didn't grow up in church are familiar with in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. I mean, that's used by pop culture even. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's a familiar passage. So what John wants to do, what he he's communicating through his gospel, he's not just wanting to tell a story. He's wanted to talk about who Jesus is. And so what he's doing is he's saying in the beginning, the word already existed. So he wants our minds to immediately connect back to Genesis one where it's like in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He wants us to do exactly what you said a second ago. And that's say, well, in the beginning, the word already existed. So that means that Jesus, who is the word, um, was at the very beginning. Because what's so cool here, so he uses the word logos or logos, which means like ultimate wisdom or ultimate revelation. Um, but what's really cool, if you go back and read the, uh, the Genesis text, uh, God creates by speaking. So he says, God says, let there be light. And there was light. And God says, uh, you know, he, he creates by speaking. Well, John says the word in a very intentional same way, because he wants, he wants us to connect back to that as well, that, that God speaking everything into existence comes from Jesus, like through Jesus, like he existed at the beginning. He was, he was a witness to the process of creation and he was the process of creation. Now I know that can get kind of meta, like if you think about it like that, and and this isn't a podcast to talk about you know creation or, or theories on whatever that it looks like, but but the the core truth is Jesus is the one who the entire universe was created through, and He is the one that ultimately sustains us, and 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 He is the one who has now come to be among us, and that that blows my mind. Like even just, just thinking about it, like just to separate the emotion of the story. Yeah. Like if you just take it and say, okay, this, this, this God who permeates every atom of our being has now stepped into a specific time and a specific place to be with his people. I mean, that's, that's, I feel like we should just pause right there and just yeah, kind of yeah. soak in that for a second. <laughs> well, because that's, yeah. No, I, I was just going to say, and I, I didn't pause, but, but just this, this is connecting perfectly to what you, you get into the rest of the gospels and you actually do, you know, so like you're talking about speaking into creation and yeah. being a part of that process. And then, and then in human form, Jesus then called individuals to follow him and to, yeah. to to work i mean so now he's using his voice to then you know 
impact yeah. others. And, and so to think like that calling, and then, and, and this is where I, I kind of was making a connection and a leap was to saying, you know, when we're talking about teaching, and again, this podcast is all about thinking about how to teach better. You know, if you're a teacher, you're like a lot of the, you know, you hear it often, like I was called to teaching. And, I, and for yeah. me, I think about called by who, and I have a, I have a pretty good understanding about who called me into teaching. Like it, cause it was not the plan. It definitely was not the plan to yeah. go into teaching and like having that call in, and then thinking like when he called them, when Jesus called the disciples into following him, it wasn't like he called them and then, all right, great. You go do that. And I'm gone. Right. Like, no, it's like this, this, it seems like this message is about this consistency. He was here. I mean, he, yeah, he was yeah. there in the beginning. He's here on earth now. Like he is, he is everlasting. He is forever and ever. Yes. You know, yes. and that call, it doesn't mean like calling, I'm going, no, no, no. Like there's still that presence that right. exists. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, as I said a second ago, it's like, um, again, I don't want to get super meta with it, but like his presence permeates throughout the universe and his presence is what sustains and provides every breath we take. And like, he is not some separate, you know, he's not some distant entity that's like out there. Right. Um, No, he is, he is close. And what, what Jesus shows us in his coming is that God, God came to make that closeness permanent. Um, yeah, no, you're right. And so like you think about beginnings and ending, uh, you think about like your calling, you know, you said it wasn't the plan. So I'm sure there was an ending to whatever the plan was before. Mm-hmm. So like, did you have to take a step of not, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to say faith, but do you have to take a step of trust and to say, okay, like I'm going to step away from this other life and to step into what I feel like I'm being called to now. And was that scary? Yeah. I mean, like to, you know what though? It, I don't think it, it, it actually wasn't that scary. And it, yeah. it, it, I don't know, there's some sort of reassurance, like this is what I'm supposed to do. Like, it, yeah. like there's other things that I was stepping into is like, this doesn't feel right. There's a, like a d- discomfort and then like found teaching and it was like, Oh yeah, yeah, this is it. This yeah. is. And, and so like, there was some maybe reassurance there. And I don't know not everyone gets that, that there is some scary and, and it could be from, and I guess when there's a call to teaching some, you know, some of the messages that are heard now is like, Hey, um, there's other things you could do. Oh, you can make so much money doing some other things and stuff like, sure. But, you know, we talk about, and, and we talk a decent amount on this podcast about self-care and other things. And like, you know, that, you know, teaching yeah. is hard. And it's like the fact that, in, 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 no, no, that's fine. We had a, um, I had my GA and we were talking about my grad assistant. She actually mentioned something about it. it's okay to cry sometime after. Yeah. Two, and, and you think about it, how many people are actually in a job that they care so much about that they yeah. might have tears of both joy pain like like to have something that matters like that's yeah. pretty cool right and in in your in in your life uh as a pastor i mean there's going to be ups and downs and stuff like that but the fact is you're doing something you know like doing something that that emotionally touches you and so yeah. and, and I, I would be remiss not to say too this conversation is personal for me too because I've, I've mentioned my wife multiple times uh because i mean she's my favorite person on earth so i talk about her a lot but she's a teacher so yes. she teaches fifth grade and mm-hmm. 
Um, so I've, I, I'm listening to you talk and I'm like thinking of, you know, my wife cares so much about her kids and it is hard and it is, I don't, I don't know. Um, our culture, it's interesting. Like it's not that we disvalue teachers, but we, um, we just kind of take teachers for granted, I think, or at least I did growing up is like, you just take, you just think of the teacher that's going to be there and that's going to be good. And, mm. and now that I'm on this side and, and again, watching my wife go through it and put in hours upon hours. And um, I mean, I work with, you know, another guy on our staff, his wife's a teacher. And so seeing her go through, go through it as well. Like I really didn't understand how much, teachers gave beyond the the 7 30 to the four o'clock window and in yeah. the august to may window of the year and so no i'm i'm all i'm all for what you're talking about like self self-care being self-aware um asking for help when you need help mm-hmm. and um feeling have having permission to feel your own emotions i think is um I think, I think that's huge. I think that's huge for our culture in general, but especially for teachers when you're, when you may be one of the only voices of stability in a young person's life. Yeah. Like whether you're a kindergarten teacher or whether you're a college professor like you, Joel, like I'm sure you have a ton of first cop, like first generation college students who come from a background of like, you know, they're really uh, forging a path ahead. And right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it may not be scary. Like when, when you, when you stepped out, like it may not have been scary, but there is a certain emotion that you, that you feel of, okay, here we go. It's kind of like when you're coming up to the edge of a roller coaster and you're like so excited that the roller coaster you're about to go over, but like, I'm, I'm dang glad that that bar is across my lap too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, that's right. so like there is reassurance there, but like, there's still a motion of, okay, you know, take a deep breath. And, uh, I, I, yeah, I, th- I think Jesus, the one who calls us just what you're like, I'm processing all this too. I'm a verbal processor. So, um, I don't know how good that is for podcasting. So I'm sorry, but, uh, that's uh, exactly what podcasting is all about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Jesus, he's more than, I don't want to reduce him to the bar across our lap because he's way more than that. But he is the one who holds our hand when we go through the the roller coaster of life, and 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 what what the coming of Jesus and what Christmas time teaches us is that every emotion that we feel, God has come and He has felt that as well. So we have. If here's a question, here's a question that rocked my world not too long because I'm I, I, I go to counseling regularly. I'm a big proponent of mental health and and, and taking care of yourself. Um, Here's a question that rocked my world. If Jesus, if, if, if Jesus gave himself permission to cry and if he gave his, himself permission to get angry mm. and if he gave himself permission to need to, to need to be alone, why do we have such a hard time giving ourselves permission for that? Uh, yeah. Like it, we, it's not a failure to get angry or to cry. Right. Or to, yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. So like, I think the, you know, the bottom line about Jesus being God, like I think in Jesus coming and in him being God, he is thus showing us what true humanity really is supposed to look like. And when you look at Jesus's human experience in light of that, like him being the true image of humanity, um, 
like him being what a person is, is supposed to be, you see him go through a range of emotion that, that we really don't give ourselves permission to feel in our world. Cause like we, we base it on productivity and base it on all these things of like, you know, numbers based and all these, but, but Jesus bases his life on, on really relationships, on relationships to, 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 to the father, to, to God, um, and on his relationships with one another, with, with other people. Yeah. And good relationships. And like, I yeah. mean, he, he wasn't like, he wasn't trying to get his friend count up to, you know, the hundreds. Like, Oh yeah. Was, no. He made sure if it, you had a relationship with him, he, it was, it was a solid relationship. That's, yeah. And it was authentic. It was, mm-hmm. it was real, like vulnerable. I mean, there, there are times like in John chapter six, when Jesus, you know, he, he gives this teaching and, and this crowds like, so, so imagine now, like, you know, we, we have a crowd of people following us, right? Like we give a teaching and this whole crowd leaves and they look at Jesus and they're like, Hey, this is really hard. What you're teaching is hard. It's not for us. And they leave. And he looks at his 12 best friends and he's like, are you going to leave too? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think Jesus is insecure. I don't think he's emotionally insecure, but I think he feels that. Yeah. I think he feels the, the wound of somebody, you know, walking of people out. walking away. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, you don't have to grow up in church to know who Judas is. I mean, we yeah, yeah. called Judas, like, you know, we, we know who that is, but, but we don't remember that Judas was one of Jesus's best friends. Yeah. Like he lived with this guy, like walked with this guy and, and Judas walked out on Judas sold him out. Mm-hmm. And so what I think yeah. the coming of Jesus does what the Christmas story does is it gives us permission to be human. And to know that being human is, is being who we were created to be. And now I think, I think Jesus also gives us, he, so he gives us permission to be human. And then he gives us, um, gives us the way to, to live that out. So, um, and, and, and that's what I think the life of Jesus is all about. But I think the coming of Jesus is, it, it just shows us how, how much we're cared for. And it shows us how much, it shows us what we're created for too. And, and, and so back, back to being a teacher, like I, I think about like my wife, like when you enter when she enters into that classroom, there, there's, you know, there's a certain permission she has to give to the other students in order to be themselves and to learn. But that, and that also comes from a permission that she feels to be herself in in the teach in, in, in like the role of a teacher. So, um, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I, I've never, I've never been in a classroom, so I don't want to overstep, but, but I do want to say it's, it's, you don't, you don't have to pretend to be somebody you're not. Right. That can get hard. Um, well, and, and you've been, you know, if we talk about creation, you've been created for a purpose and like if you're living out yeah. this calling you're doing that purpose and to think like yes. again like just like you were called before and, and again this is some i believe is like and something i learned from counseling too is that you know you have these points right you've been like the beginning and then we have jesus then we have you know, where i came around and then it's yeah. like these points on a line and like god is is every is always everywhere at, at every point in time but then at, at that certain point in time that my present like he's with me right now and so yeah. like to remember that and then you know if i think about worries and regrets 
like I'm moving away from the present, right? Worries and regrets, I'm moving away from the present. And so if and being with him, and so like not forgetting that, right? And not forgetting that, that, you know, he was with me when I was called to do this and he's with me now. And so to think like, yes. what, what am I being called to do now? And so, because sometimes we, I, I think there's some tanks that we have as, as, at least I have as a teacher, I'll speak for myself like as a passion tank and like the original, like, yeah, I'm like beginning of a semester. Like, yeah, yeah. like that goes up, but then that runs out, you know? And like, all of a sudden it's like week three of, of pandemic zoom teaching. It's like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. And, and the, but then there's still purpose and that's purpose is there. And like that purpose that of what I'm called to do and how, you know, use the gifts have been given to serve others and, and thinking about yeah. how do I keep living that out and, and to, to know again, I'm not alone. And so I think that's yeah. that was something I just, I felt called to share with you with the message that you gave. No, I think that's so good. Like, uh, so I'll, I'll, what you just said, like, you're not alone. Yeah. Pa- like passion and purpose come from presence. Mm. And I think if, if that's what I could say, like, like what we have those things, like passion and purpose come from presence. Like I, I, was, I can speak for my own, my own life. Like, yeah, there are times where, you know, being a pastor, I don't, I don't necessarily want to do this all the time. You know, like there are times mm-hmm. where my passion tank and, and my purpose tank gets, gets, gets emptied. But what I come back to in those moments is, is really, I'm not remembering, like you said, I'm not remembering his presence with me. And, and there are certain ways, like if you want to get connected to, um, to a local church, there are ways that, that Christians for centuries have passed down ways to practice the presence of God um, just through uh, through spiritual disciplines and, and things like that, um, like daily prayer, uh, fasting, there's ways to, to practice the presence of God and to remind yourself silence and solitude is, is another one that I think is good. Sabbath is, is, as well, just a way to, to remind yourself of the presence of God with you. Um, so when you come into those moments of, of calling or recalling, um, yeah, that's a funny word, right? Recalling, like when you remember your calling, mm-hmm. you're, you're, yeah. you're recalling, like yeah, you're, yeah. you're stepping back into the calling you first had. Um, when you're recalling your call, I guess, uh, it's important to remember that his he's with you right there in that new beginning, just as he was. Because if, if I can go back for gen, to Genesis for just a second. So like it says that the spirit of God is hovering over the, the, the deep waters. Mm-hmm. And in the ancient time, and there's a great podcast that I'll send you the link to that you can link to, uh, that you can link in the show notes, but it's called the Bible project. And this guy named Tim Mackey talks about how, um, the waters represent chaos, right? And if the spirit of God is hovering over the chaos, he, he's, he's, he's about to speak light and life into that moment. And, and there are times in our life when we are stepping into chaos as a teacher, stepping into a classroom, I'm talking, I'm talking to my wife right now, yeah. you're stepping into a fifth grade classroom. It feels like stepping into chaos. Classroom but, after the day after Halloween. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But it's those moments that God is ready to speak light and life into. Um, and it's, it's those moments that God's going to make his presence his presence known, um, all we have to do at that point is just be authentic and be vulnerable and be aware. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Love it. I love that you mentioned the Bible project resources. Tim Mackey is also a badger graduate. Okay. That's right. Um, I was waiting on when we were going to get to Wisconsin and I was, I was like timing it. There you go. You just served that one up, man. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) 
That's awesome. I love that about you, man. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but that's good. I'm great that you mentioned the resources. And again, we will link to them in the the show. Anything else that you want to close before we're, we're going to talk about things, promote and resources. Anything you want to close on this message though? I think, I think what I would just say is, is that, is, is to remember. And if you need to get connected to a church to remind yourself, cause it's hard to do on your own. This is hard to do by yourself. Just like podcasting. It's hard yeah, to do on your own. Just man. like podcast. Everything's hard to do. We weren't created to live alone. No. We weren't, we weren't um, human beings. Like I think the last 24 months, I think we've learned that isolation is not good. Um, but I would just say, find a community that can remind you of your passion and purpose and can remind you of your calling. Um, if you'd like to come to a church, obviously I'm biased, like come to the orchard, like you're, you're more than welcome. Um, but find a local church, um, that can remind you of your passion and purpose that, that can remind you that when you step into the chaos, God's ready to, to speak life and light through you and into you. Um, but it's just important to find a community. That's what I would close and say is just, um, don't, you don't have to do this on your own anymore. So, um, yeah. And if you want to reach out to me, joey at theorchard.net. That's my email. Really easy. So um, I'd love to be your friend. I love having friends because I, I realize I can't do my life on my own either. Yeah, so. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And you mentioned uh, a couple of things. And I know, um, you know, some people, we talked a little bit about Advent. We talked a little bit about, you know, Old and New Testament stuff. Uh, there's some resources that I'll link to in the show notes. One of them is the yeah. Bible Project. I love the Bible Project. Again, nice. They do some great videos and such um that yeah, i think that uh, that podcast video. is called chaotic waters oh yeah chaotic go. waters podcast that's the title of the bible project episode chaotic nice. waters and then there's also you know just you know some people might be out there and they're just maybe they're hearing this for the first time they don't really you know might even be more intro to any of this stuff thinking about the bible there's also a series of podcasts uh, from andy stanley and north point uh community church they talk about um the bible for grown-ups which mm. i really like it's just you know because sometimes we get some i think he does a really good job of trying to provide a uh, an intro a really an intro is pers- an, an, an introductory a beginner's perspective to the bible because sometimes yeah. we'll, we hear things and we're like we we hear things or we say things and we're not really thinking like, well, what is, what is, what is the actual Bible? Like it, it just started off with people wanting to record something awesome that happened with regards to, yeah. to Jesus. And and that's where the new Testament came from. And then the old Testament, yeah. a lot of the times pointed to it, just like with what we're seeing with John was doing with pointing back to um, pointing uh, back to Genesis. So. Yeah, no, I think one. that's great. The Bible can be so intimidating for people because like, honestly, you know, we're located in the, in the South southeastern united states like the the bible belt so like it feels like there's a lot of um pop theology or or pop opinions on what the bible says and um and that can either turn you off and away from the bible or just make you intimidated by it but yeah i think those resources are great now the bible the bible's a love story about uh, a god who who loves his people so much that he doesn't want them to be alone anymore yeah and even from a teaching perspective i mean jesus Jesus' teaching still exists 2,000 years yeah. later. Like, hey, must have been good. Yes. So let's pay as a teacher. <laughs> must have been like, good. Yeah. We, we should pay attention. And, like, even, even from a math perspective, hey, how do we uh, teach math best? Uh, in context, we always talked about yeah. his parables and then in community. And there you go. Yeah, use there you go. Groups and in context. There you go. Yeah. Uh, awesome. All right. Joey, anything else you wanted to mention? 
Um, so I'll just plug the church for a second, if that's yeah. cool. Uh, we meet uh, at 295 Highway 7 North here in Oxford, and uh, we have one service at 9 and one service at 11. Uh, we also have an online service as well that premieres on our Facebook page at 9 o'clock. Um, you can find us at theorchard.net. Or, um, and that links to so like that links to all of our sites. So we're we're a family of churches, five sites. Um, so if you can find one that's close to you. Um, so yeah, that's it. All right. Well, thank you so much, Joey. Thanks for uh, for letting us share this little Christmas message. Well, and thanks for inspiring the Christmas message. Oh, Joel, Joel, thank you so much. This has been an honor. I hope it uh, helps people um, get clarity on their own life, and I hope it encourages them to to live life to the fullest. Awesome. Thanks, Joey. There we go. Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for being who you are as a teacher. And thank you for investing, as we say at the end of the episode, investing in the lives of others as a teacher. And just thinking about that, the the kind of the overall message that I want to get, and I just kind of hammer it home. If you're called to be a teacher, you're continued to be called. It's not like that call. It's not like that that calling hung up. And it might change. It might evolve. And so I think my teaching definitely has evolved over the years, like to where I was a math teacher. Now I'm a teacher of teachers and even thinking like, what does it look like to be a teacher of teachers of teacher, teacher, <laughs> a teacher of teacher educators. So like teaching doc students, right. How to do my job. And so again, there's a constant evolution. And so it's like, that's not like I got called and then that call hung up. That's a continuous calling. And I need to be present with that and keep reflecting on, my passion, again, fill up my passion tank, but also fill up my purpose tank. And so continue to reflect on that, continuing to move forward. And again, hoping that everyone that's listening can get some rest and rejuvenation so they can continue to think about where they are in their teaching journey and keep evolving. And so thank you for this, for listening. We've had the most successful year of the Evan on Planet podcast. We've got one more episode. Kind of excited to share that. It's with a a student that uh, became a teaching partner in this year, my grad assistant, Kayla Luke, that'll be our end of the year podcast. So we'll share some kind of end of the year uh, reflections and whatnot, and maybe even looking forward a little bit. That's going to be in the final episode of the year. And, but just again, thank you for a great year and just say Merry Christmas or happy holidays, or again, hopefully you have a season of rest and rejuvenation. And so, that is all we have for this episode of the Amazon Planet podcast. The show notes, there'll be a couple. Uh, they can be found at AmazonPlanet.com forward slash episode 64. If you're looking for ways to support, you know what to do. Subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Again, appreciate all those. Share it if you think that it's something to be shared. And you think of somebody and you want to share this message with somebody else. That's the whole point why we're making these things. So is to share these insights into how to teach better. And so you can also subscribe to the Amazon Planet social media feeds at Amazon Planet, basically on almost every platform. And you can also check out the Amazon Planet store, Amazon Planet bookshop. Those links can be found at the fitter at AmazonPlanet.com. Thanks to Joey Bates for sharing their time and expertise, for showing, sharing his time and expertise. Thanks to Matt Bifflin for the music in this episode. And finally, thank you to all of you out there who are seeking to teach better and be the good in the world by investing in the lives of others. This world is a better place because you have decided to use the gifts you have been given to serve others. Thank you for all that you do. Peace.